Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently, with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. I could do anything for enough money. Those are the words I spoke when my father tried to explain to me that I should pick a career that I loved because I would be working for a really long time. I think I was about 10 at the time. Unfortunately, I was no wiser at 18 applying for my Bachelor of Commerce degree, or at 21 deciding to do my postgrad in accounting, or at 22 when I started auditing, even though four years of interning had already made me hate it. Or at 25 when I chose the banking job for the glittery promise of a bonus over the way more fun gaming company role with way more scope and way more responsibility. And so it continued, year after year, choosing a good paycheck and a comfy life because I was satisfied. When I looked back over my career, I had been paid well. I had been promoted, I had been given international opportunities, and people seemed pretty impressed with all of this. But I was miserable. Now, I'm not telling you this tale of woes that you'll feel sorry for me with my banking career. I recognize the amount of privilege that went into that story. I'm also not telling you this so that you will abandon your comfy corporate gig. I'm telling you this because I want you to think about the team that you have or the team that you plan to build and ask yourself, do you want them to be happy? In the corporate culture I grew up in, it really didn't matter. But maybe if they had stopped and looked at some of the data, they might have cared more. In a Harvard study, they found a 765% increase in net income over 10 years in companies with a strong culture. In a Gallup study, they found that happy salespeople produce 37% more sales. So if your turnover is at a million, that's an extra 370k. And happy employees are 20% more productive. So imagine you could either support 20% more clients and the revenue and bottom line impact of that, or you could switch to a four-day week. On the flip side, happy teams mean less team turnover. Now, the financial impact of an employee leaving is about 10 to 30% of their salary. So if you've got a team member who is on 50K, we're talking 5 to 15K. That's just the financial impact. That's before you consider the impact of team morale and the productivity hit as others have to step in to cover and train. The good news is that the research also found that the longer the team members stay, the stronger that correlation between happiness and stickiness becomes. I think though the most surprising stat for me was that 36% of employees would give up 5k in salary if it meant they could just be happier at work. I know that you're not trying to replicate the complicated and often toxic culture that seems to be all over corporate, and that these bottom line impacts that I'm talking about are just a nice bonus to you for being a good human and treating your team well. In fact, you might have a small and mighty team who are so close, you seem to share a brain as well as a deep competitive streak with Wordle. And maybe you can't imagine having a business where this is not the case. Or maybe you feel like you're through that sticky part of the business where your business has scaled rapidly, so you've had to scale the team rapidly, and you feel like you've made those hiring mistakes now, and you know what not to do as much as you know what to do, and you may feel like you're through the worst of it. 
However, as the team expands and the business grows and you step further away from the individuals in your team and as people naturally leave and take on new opportunities in different businesses or industries, culture needs to become a verb in your business. It needs to be something that you do something that you nurture, something that you plan for, and something that you measure as the CEO. Because as much as you would never want your team to be anything but happy and thriving, do you know if they are? Or more importantly, do you know if they are unhappy? You would know, right? When I resigned, my managers were shocked, genuinely surprised, despite me doing the bare minimum for months. When I resigned, my peers were shocked, So much so that the ones that were also my friends outside of work were hurt and outraged to be so out of the loop. So I challenge you to ask yourself, how do you know your team is happy? If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow the podcast and leave us a review.